And good morning. Welcome to Triple H 100.1 FM. My name is Alexi Boyd and this is, of course, another weekly edition of Small Biz Matters. Thank you so much for joining us today and it's going to be another great day of learning and education and improving your business. And we've got a couple of really great guests lined up. We're focusing in on a particular topic that is really important to business right now and it's all around that conversation of pivoting and adapting and being ready for this new world of remote working that we live in. So we know that small business with all of its adaptability and pivotability, by the way, I did look that up, that is a word, pivotability, we're generally able to move pretty quickly into our new cosy home-based locations to run our businesses. But did any of us actually realise this would throw up a whole truckload of problems which we needed our we needed help with. Bandwidth management, cyber security, adapting the ways we collaborate are just some of the problems universally faced right now by small businesses with this shift to remote working. So how do I maximise my internet accessibility from home? Uh, Am I more vulnerable to cyber hackers in this new location? And does this change my relationship with key stakeholders like employees, contractors, clients, suppliers? Cisco has been supporting small business for years and with these issues and others, but they also had to evolve at full speed to keep up with the pace of this change, working alongside small business to understand their needs and how to solve them. Luke Power joins me today. He brings with him a deep understanding of SMBs as the head of Small Business Australia and New Zealand at Cisco, and he's here to share with us some practical strategies where help you move into the from the past into remote working problems and then get back to what you're doing best. Welcome to the program, Luke. Hi, Alexi. Great to be here. It's great to have you on the program and always great to have someone from Cisco because you in your role as, I guess, one of the big boys, you're very supportive of small business and you work... I guess, collaboratively with us rather than just seeing us as, you know, another client base. And and I must say that is something that the small business community appreciates, particularly with your the way that you work with management IT consultants. And I like uh, that it's part of your strategy that you see them as really key stakeholders in each community in that support that they provide small business with IT. So, so well done. Now let's talk about the evolution of tech. So um, tech up until now has really just been about, you know, solving problems. I've got this widget that doesn't work. I need to solve this. Now it's just moving at a pace that we've never experienced before. How are you guys, you know, evolving to keep up with that pace of change? Yeah, Alexia, it's a really good question. I think you're right. Uh, For years and years, we've been talking to SMBs about technology and how it can help those type of companies really fix their problems. And in some of the different discussions we have, you know, some SMBs are are along the journey a lot more than others. And they're also talking about how they can monetize and create opportunities for their business using technology. Uh, I guess, you know, what I've noticed personally is in the last three or four months with the recent events, it's almost like SMBs are being forced to make that change. So we've been talking about it and some of the SMBs have decided, yes, they'll go down that path or they won't. But the last three months in particular, with everything that's gone on, has really forced SMBs to either go down that technology path so they can survive in their industry. And, um, you know, we're we're seeing that in multiple examples today. And do you agree that it's because um, we are better at adapting and pivoting and moving quickly and making decisions and implementing them like in a matter of hours and we do that better than the big boys or um, do you think it's been thrust upon us and we've just had to move fast? I think a bit of both, Lexi. I think you're right. Um, One of the things that I've been really focused on in the last couple of years is, as yes, we do talk about the technology and we do go in to have technology discussions with SMBs, but 
you know, most of the conversations I have with SMBs are about speed and agility. You know, um, most, you know, most of the, I think our listeners would, would definitely agree, they're CFOs, they're IT managers, they're gardeners, they're accountants, and they're doing all these jobs. And, um, you know, sometimes we just don't have time to, to get in the depths of technology. We just need to, to fix a problem and get it solved. And I think because of that, agility is key. What I really like about when I work with SMBs is that they do have the ability to test out things and, and go down that path of exploring uh, new ways of technology because of that speed agility. Now, let's talk about some of the practical strategies because right now um, we've all lost that human-to-human contact. But interestingly, I don't believe we've lost it completely. We've managed to work with platforms and tech to keep that connectivity going. But it's the collaboration aspect. It's the ability to work together and move forward with ideas that may be a little bit uh, more clunky than we're, what we're used to. So now that we're more... Uh, you know, needing to collaborate online. What are some good tech platforms that are out there that might be there to solve problems? Yeah, so th- these technologies, Alexi, we've we've had for quite some time. But again, because of your know, recent events, whether it be bushfires, COVID nineteen, we've almost been forced to use these type of technologies. And the the clearest technology that's out there that most people are using it, you know, the forms of collaboration. So you know, Cisco has technology um, known as WebEx, which allows SMBs to talk to customers, vendors, suppliers. And if you think back just prior to March, most of SMBs did their business over a cup of coffee or by, you know, going to the bank and dropping off the daily deposit or, you know, visiting a, you know, a vendor and a supplier and negotiating, you know, face to face. And the biggest notice that I saw, you know, coming from Cisco, who also deals with the top end account as well, is a lot of the top end account companies had infrastructure in place. They had laptops. They had setups at home that were able to help them. And again, to your point, SMBs had to pivot very, very quickly. Um, you know, it was almost like March 15th, uh, COVID-19 restrictions hit. And the next day after they were told that everyone has to work from home. And, you know, most SMBs didn't have the infrastructure at home to support that. And I think what WebEx really allowed customers to do was to pivot quickly, interact with those customers, the vendors, the suppliers, um, have those face-to-face meetings, share documents, you know, do all the things that they were doing in their daily lives before March, but get them done now. Um, and surprisingly, I think, you know, we're seeing um, that almost become mainstream technology in the way that SMBs operate these days. But the scrambling that you mentioned and that, that need to do it quickly, we, we ran out of stuff. I know that Australia and New Zealand was experiencing um, a real shortage of hardware. What were some of the things that w- were problematic then, but we still need to be conscious of and make sure that we've got at home to continue this remote, successful remote working? So I, th- I think it's a lot, a lot of things. I think, again, we were sort of talking to SMBs about this, um, you know, in prior years, but it doesn't really come to reality until you actually are in a situation like this. And I think, you know, having having things at home like the right infrastructure, we were dealing with a lot of customers who just didn't have laptops. Um, you know, so buying the right infrastructure, having the right bandwidth. You know, technology companies tend to talk about these wonderful things, um, solutions, which are indeed fantastic. But if you don't have simple things like the right internet connections or the right technology at home, then those solutions become meaningless and they don't add any value at all. So um, being able to do that is is really key. Um, Obviously, making sure that you're secure at home, because now um, more than ever, 
you know, you, you're more vulnerable because you're having to pivot and shift to a home environment, perhaps. So all those things had to, to your point, Lexi, had to, we had to move very quickly. And was that something that you noticed um, that, that, that how, that's how the inquiries changed um, with your small small business customers asking questions like, you know, I need this widget, I've heard this is good, so I need to plug this in? Um, or was it more of a software? Where, where was the, the main batch of queries when people were asking for help? Yeah, really, really good question. So I think, you know, at the back end of March, we had a flurry of questions coming in around, you know, how can I get onto my uh, network at at home, um, uh, from home? How can I get onto the business? How can I leverage um, and go down the path of things like VPN licensing, you know, virtual private networks? How can I create one? How can I talk to my staff, my team? How can I um, share documents that I used to share on a daily basis face-to-face with a customer? And, and, and how do I ensure that my, you know, workers who are now having to dial from home into my network are who they say they are? So these are all things that we were getting a flurry of queries at the back end of the month of March. And we still do now, by the way, but we were just getting questions around how do I get assistance and how do I get help? And, um, you know, it was, was great to be able to see a lot of customers, um, really know what they were talking about as well. Uh, it was really rewarding because we've been talking to SMBs about this for many, many years. And, for them to also be able to talk the language with us and and somehow you know in a lot of cases know what they what they wanted was really key. Yeah, and, and talk to me about that VPN because I think that a lot of people um, who might have a bit more of a tech background or worked in that industry might understand what that means. Why is that important to have at home? Is it is it crucial for cybersecurity reasons or is it because of better internet connectivity and bandwidth? Why do we need to think about that? Yeah, I mean, it essentially creates a secure tunnel back into your work network. And so if you think about your daily work um, life and you you go into offices these days, SMBs all have applications and tools that they use. They have tools that they might use for accounting or for running um, various different applications to get their business done, you know, maybe printing templates or documents or so forth. And to be able to access those and to almost act as though you're in the office, in the office environment, you need what's called a VPN. Um, and so that allows you to get access to those documents and almost appear as though you're in the office. But it also creates a really secure tunnel where uh, everyone, you know, anyone who's not supposed to be in your office network is essentially blocked out from that tunnel. And so uh, we really saw, you know, coming into April, we actually saw an increase in 180% for VPN requests. So a huge amount of requests coming in from a, from a VPN technology standpoint. And that's the difference between having access to your documents directly or having everything in the cloud, which obviously has its issues around security and accessibility. Correct. Yeah, I mean, another technology which has really taken off for Cisco, again in April, because of what's happened in recent events, was a technology we call Duo. And Duo basically is a two-factor authenticator. You know, essentially, it makes sure that you are who you say you are when you dial into a, to a network. Um, and again, we saw authentication jump up worldwide from 600 million to 800 million in April. So even with SMBs, I was really pleasantly surprised that we had a lot of SMBs coming to us inquiring about technology around duo and two-factor authentication. And it just, it was really rewarding because Alexia meant that all this discuss, all these discussions we we're having with SMBs over the last two, three, four, five years, you know, they were listening and it was great. And so we had really great, meaningful conversations over the last few months. 
If you've just tuned in, we're talking to Luke Power, who's the head of small business for Cisco in Australia and New Zealand. And you're listening to Small Biz Matters. We're talking all about that major pivot that Australian small businesses, well, Australian, worldwide small businesses have just gone through. And all of the tech and questions and adaptability that we needed to show with remote uh, working and remote learning as well. I'm not even going to start to talk about the impact that having all those kids in their household has meant to small business because thankfully that's over. (laughs) We we hopefully don't have to go back down that path again, fingers crossed. But let's talk about bandwidth management because we may be in a position where we've got several adults still operating in the household and trying to work at the same time. What can you do, um, some simple controls and simple infrastructure you can put in place to improve your bandwidth? Yeah, so obviously we've seen, Alexia, over the last few years, bandwidth really improve in our country, which is fantastic to see. And it's actually created an opportunity for, for small businesses across Australia um, you, we now have technology which we can use to run more applications over the network than we ever have before. And like I said before, having these fantastic things that we talk about from a technology standpoint, we, you, you need the bandwidth. Um, we talk to small businesses every day about uh, technology that we can put into either small, medium business offices or homes. And essentially, one of the benefits of being able to do that is to manage the network from anywhere you are. And so we have a technology called um, uh, Meraki, which is a cloud-managed networking device. And what that allows you to do is to access the network anywhere you are. And so you could be down the road getting a coffee and you could be managing the bandwidth and the type of, te- type of bandwidth speeds you're getting you know, in your office, in your home. Um, wireless is still very important. You know, Wireless was a technology introduced 10, 15, 20 years but now more so than ever, uh, wireless is important to small, medium businesses. And for example, you know, where I'm calling in from today, Alexi, uh, right now upstairs in my home office, I wasn't able to get internet access uh, where I am right now. And, you know, two, three months ago, I implemented what's called a mesh network, which is a triangle of access points, so to speak. And I'm now able to get internet access and we're, we're talking over, over the radio. So many different types of technology and devices that small businesses can implement to improve their network and improve their bandwidth because if they don't have that then like you say you know one of the other challenges was back at the end of March and even now so you know kids are coming home they're playing Fortnite they're streaming YouTube um, you know content over the internet is so video rich and we've never seen a time like this where more video is being downloaded over the network than, than ever before and that has an impact on you know, small, medium businesses and what they're trying to do with their companies. And what realistically, by improving your, you know, bandwidth by, in, you know, integrating these new tech devices, what sort of a proportion of improvement can you expect to see? Look, uh, I think dramatically, you know, in most cases, depending on the technology that you put in and how you implement it, you can go from zero internet connection, like like my example, right up to running video and doing, you know, WebEx um, or running applications. Um, but I think more importantly, you can prioritise devices as well. So if you've got a device that you know is going to be the main computer or laptop for your work environment that's running your, your small business, then you can dedicate a certain amount of bandwidth to that device to ensure that your customers, yourself, um, anyone else that's connecting to your business is getting a really solid um, connection. And you know, that's the beauty of some of the technology that we have these days. We're able to do things like that where you can prioritise certain connections in your home. 
That's definitely the best suggestion you've had so far. I like the idea of being able to switch off certain devices and turn up other ones, for example, particularly during the working day. And it's interesting what you mentioned there about students coming home and jumping on on, online because as small businesses, as you know, our day doesn't end at 5pm. We often need to be working well into the night to make up for that lost time that we might have had because of the beginning of the school day or picking up kids from school or whatever it is. Maybe we just work really hard and, and need those extra hours. Now, um, collaboration is, you mentioned um, WebEx is one of the opportunities out there and one of the programs that really make it easy to collaborate. But uh, what's what's some tips you can give us about being more efficient and being able to collaborate better with our team and with our clients and with our suppliers? Yeah, I think it's a really good point. Like, I think one of the things that I like to do, and, and again, I was sort of thrown into a similar environment, you know, uh, currently working from home and you really have to change your daily life and how you run your run your business. I think one of the best things you can do is just take a break with everything going on at the moment. You know, taking 10 minutes, 15 minutes out of the day to understand how you collaborate with people in this new world. Now, am, I, am I connecting with all the customers that I need to be? Am I connecting in the best way? You know, we're seeing small businesses actually take this change and turn it into an opportunity because now more so than ever, people are buying particular products or solutions over social media platforms. You know, no longer are people able to go to an office or a shopping centre perhaps to buy a particular item. They're having to do that over Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. And so these are new avenues which small businesses can explore. But I think it's just a matter of sitting back taking 10 to 15 minutes and even if you've got a whiteboard or an iPad, just mapping out, do a bit of a mind map on how you connect with various people in your organisation and that can be internal people, it can be stakeholders, it can be your team, it can be your vendors, your suppliers, your customers and you know, have a, have a look at it and see am I using all the collaboration tools I have properly, am I using WebEx to be able to reach out to all these people and be able to connect with them to make sure that my business is still being able to run. Um, efficiently. I think that's the best lesson I've learned over the last few months. Yeah, I think it's really interesting what you mentioned there about, you know, we used to have bricks and mortar for sale, then we we moved onto online. And now what we're seeing is a massive shift towards more marketplace based buying where you've got a whole lot of businesses. We were talking to the CEO of Sephora a couple of weeks ago who's creating a platform designed for small businesses to be able to um, to have their goods and services online, but it's an Australian-based one and, and you know, it's, it's more fair and equitable than you might have from the big boys that are based in the US. And that's definitely a new way of working with clients. There's also some really excellent uh, process and procedural um software out there that you can get relatively cheaply that will help you mind map those journeys and those customer pathways from where they first see you all the way through to purchase and beyond and into into freight. And those are really helpful to help you, um, I guess, plan out that pathway that your client's taking with you and your business. Very, very important these days because it's always evolving. You raise a really good point there, Luke. Now, lastly, I just want to talk to you quickly about cybersecurity. Are we realistically more at risk now because of uh, cybersecurity, because we're, we're working from home? Is that a bigger risk now? Yeah, actually, I think, I think there always is an element of risk. And, and you know, years back, the industry kind of said, the technology industry, industry said, it's not a matter of you know, getting compromised. It, it's, it's when you're going to get compromised. And a lot of the 
advice we give to small businesses these days is about visibility. So being able to see a threat come into the network and then respond. And that's the best thing that you can probably do to protect your network. I think I agree, you know, the, the challenge with today's networks is there's so many different entry points, whether they're mobile phones or iPads or other devices that are coming into the network, they all allow areas of compromise. And so this is no different, you know, the situation with COVID-19 and more people now shifting from business to home to run their, their organisations, that is definitely opening up um, risk. And as an example, you know, going back to what I said about PCs and companies not having you know, small, medium businesses not having laptops or the right infrastructure at home. We saw a lot of small, medium businesses actually use the family PC to run their business because that's the one PC they had at home. And so that in itself is a bit of a threat and a compromise. So we talk to a lot about, we talk to small businesses every day about how they can protect themselves and how data that might be on one particular PC within the home shouldn't be shared and um, within within other people. Because you can imagine at a family, you've got school kids doing work on that PC, you've got um, family members doing internet banking, and then you're trying to run a small, medium business off that one PC. It's probably not ideal. So we talk to a lot of companies these days about how to protect themselves uh, in situations like that. And that's a great, you know, you came up with a great expression during our, our pre-brief, which was uh, cyber hygiene. I love that because I'm, as you're talking, I'm just thinking of my 12-year-old daughter who has installed a program where there are ducks and small animals walking across her screen. Now, that seems pretty banal, but how do we know that that's not, uh, you know, a vehicle that there's some sort of malware in the background that's feeding off the information that's in that computer, um, apart from the fact that she shouldn't have ducks walking across her screen when she's doing work anyway. <laughs> but it's those sort of things. You don't know what your kids have downloaded and you certainly shouldn't be using those um, those laptops and things for, for, for highly, um, you know, because everybody's got to remember that they are responsible for their customer data. Nothing's changed about those cybersecurity issues. And uh, and data is incredibly valuable for those out there who are trying to access our information. Hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look, Luke. You're, you're exactly right. Yeah. Look, we we've run out of um, time. Unfortunately, we could talk about this for ages because there's so much that businesses need to know about when it comes to collaborating um, and uh, and keeping keeping their uh, their cyber hygienic. <laughs> now, um, where can people find out more about Cisco and how you work with small business? Yeah, so obviously we have a lot of WebEx free trials and, and VPN trials that we can leverage out there and we'll be putting the various links on the Small Business Matters website. So I'd probably encourage everyone after this chat here, Lexi, to go onto that website, um, check out the various links we have. But again, during this period of time, we do have various types of trials that uh, small businesses can take advantage and we're already seeing a huge uptake as we talked about today around those trials. So looking forward to speaking to as many uh, small, medium businesses as we can in Australia and New Zealand. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us again, Luke. That's Luke Power, the Head of Small Business at Cisco. You've been listening to Triple H 100.1 FM.